back to podcast room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with you two executive producers. Eric Whoa. And two shows in a row? <laughs> this is episode 140, and this is the NHL preview episode. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, oh, I'm it good. doesn't matter how you're doing this evening, Eric. Oh, I don't give oh, a fuck you're about you're Eric. I'm, I'm gonna ready keep to talk. How you doing this evening, Nevada? Back to you, Jermaine. <laughs> All right, it doesn't really matter. Because it's the people's champion! Today's episode, we have Pop Culture Pick'em, top five drinks you would order at a bar, and the NHL season is upon us. That's why we have so many Nordique jerseys in our presence. And then, you know, there's a Flyer jersey. And I'm I'm smart enough to not rock the Blackhawks this year, uh, only in only in here, not on here. <laughs> so, with that being said, Eric, do we have an order for the pop culture pick? Ah, uh, Eric's just throwing stuff around his room to get his mic ready. No, 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 we do, we do. We're gonna let uh, we're gonna let the the guests go first, and then uh, after that, it's gonna go Nick, me, Jermaine. Got it. It looks like you're prepared to, to write all these notes down. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have I have a side note pulled up for Nevada's picks because I can't the, the things are merged so I can't add another call and it's pissing me off. Why well, actually I can't I think <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. All right. I think so, I, I I think the greatest matchups on room three oh three since we've created this talk has been Eric versus the first Google uh, sheets. <laughs> Eric against Google Sheets has been the matchup of the century. I'll leave I mean, Frazier. I mean, to be honest, the fight has only started since episode 139, but Nick versus his bar stool is my is my favorite. Yeah, and that was that that was decided last match in which I was wholesalely knocked out by my bar stool. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah. so here we go, Nevada. Top five drinks you'd order at a bar. Kick us off with something righteous. All right, so I got a quick question. Are we going named drinks or just style of drinks? I'm thinking named it's, drinks. It's up to you. It's up to the free you. for okay. all. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not. All. I think the easy, easy first pick would just be shots, but that's a chicken shit way out of this. Um, so I'm gonna go a self-aware man. Well, we haven't yeah. had this in a while. Must be a yeah, Broncos yeah. fan. Well, Lottie fucking duh. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go with something. I enjoyed a little bit too much in college uh, when I was going out when I had some money, but I'm gonna go with the Moscow Mule. Okay, Ooh, all right. That's a fantastic okay. choice, sir. A great Moscow Mule. Yep. So that's... my first my first pick, I actually am gonna go with the shot because this shot is a crowd pleaser <laughs> among many people. I'm gonna go with the green tea shot. Uh... <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going with. The green so, tea shot. The green well, because they they don't know that shot, dude. They no, nobody nobody can replicate it. All right, all right, Nevada. What were you saying about the green tea shot? I was gonna say. Uh, so I've had green tea green tea shot plenty of times. Have you had a white tea shot? I have. Yes, sir. Oh, would my you gosh. would d d describe for the people what a white tea shot is? Um. Down and dirty is basically a green tea shot, but it's a lot smoother. It's almost like Sprite, and it just goes through you. I, I think I downed about 15 when I was in Florida. Oh, my God. 
classic just got Nevada. Ruined. Doesn't know what's in a white tee shot. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, so that, so it was, it was Florida white tee shot. So 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 green tee shot, right? Peach schnapps, uh, rum, normally like Captain Morgan or something like that, and a little bit of sour mix. Uh, white tea shots, peach schnapps, vodka, and your same amount of sour mix in that same thing. So vodka does go down a lot easier than rum to some people. Yeah, speaking of, have you seen this new Brita filter shenanigans? I want to try it. I really do. I'm going to. I, I think I might do it this week. What are you going to put through it? All right. So, and are you going to film it as like the Room 303? Well, I'll put Brita it on filter? the. I'll put it on the Room 303 podcast. Okay. I think I'm going to do whiskey. Okay, so so uh, what what Jermaine is referring to is apparently if you take a shit whiskey, let's take a whiskey like Evan Williams, right, and you filter it through a Brita filter, apparently it becomes like a high class, a good whiskey, no taste, no burn. It's just it, it it's all the flavors that you want. So apparently this week you're gonna see that's true. So Jermaine, what whiskey are you using? I might go just Jameson because if it doesn't work well, I still want to be able to drink it. <laughs> so I like Jameson. I might go Jameson. Uh, I might go Canadian whiskey with a little crown. None of that apple bullshit because that shit's disgusting. But let's get into Eric's first choice of the evening. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, so with my first choice, I'm going to go with a Hennessy and a watermelon Red Bull. Why are you guys looking at me? Watermelon Red Bull. I didn't even know try it. I had it in Philly. I'm telling you, I came in my pants. That's how good it was. And I fucking hate Hennessy. Telling you, I love I love Hennessy. You're out of your goddamn mind. So obviously, uh, my first drink choice is going to be the Ghetto Paloma. It's going to be grapefruit juice and tequila. Uh, You cut out the club soda. You cut out the lime because ain't nobody need no fucking fruits in their drinks. Uh, just give me the tequila, give me the grapefruit juice, and your boy's about to get shifty. And then secondly, I'm going to take, um, we'll just go super specific. Shout out Back Bay Brewing, Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'm going to take the Atlantic Avenue IPA plus the yellow tropical Red Bull. My fucking God. IPA and the yellow Red Bull is delicious. I've been drinking it since 2014. Shout out. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Bradley, Back Bay. Back Bay Brad, Brewing. Bradley, Shannon. Oh, dude. There were so many amazing bartenders that I got me shitty. Uh, that's going to be my second choice. So we'll, we'll pass it back to Eric. Also, if you haven't tried the IPA yellow tropical Red Bull combo, do yourself a favor. You don't have to drink 17 of them like your boy, Skinny Penis. But... I would recommend drinking at least one in your life. Okay. That would be you, Eric. No, I know. All right. So with my next pick, I'm going to go with uh, probably just a staple. When I don't know what I'm doing, I'm really fucked up and I can barely mumble words at the bar. You just say Jamie Ginger and you get what you need. So I'm going to go with a Jameson Ginger Ale. You order my ex-girlfriend at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, back to you got real quiet when i said that <laughs> it's a good it's a good question right <sighs> best drinks to order right i love i love to base my life off daniel craig and james bond i'm Don't getting a vesper god damn it i'm get i'm getting a vesper at the bar you get gin 
you get vodka, you get a little Le Blanc, right? You get a little sweetness in it. By the way, if you look at a martini glass, a martini glass is 10 ounces. You get eight ounces of liquor and you get two ounces of just a little bit of fruit juice on it. A Vesper gets you doubly fucked up because it's a gin. It's a vodka martini. It's my second pick and it is a great entry to this list. Okay, it looks like you ruined Nevada's pick. And I had three tonight, by the way. Yeah, we know. That's why you fell. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Nick, Nick uh, snagged one from my list. Um, I'll go with uh, an old-fashioned. I mean, it says it right there in the name. You can't beat it because it's old-fashioned. I, oh. I, I think that's a good choice. Oh, nice Solid. So, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Sharon, I'm pretty tired. Um, with my back to back, I'm gonna flip the script. We're going breakfast time with a mimosa. Can't beat it. Ooh. Girls love it. Give it to me. All you can drink, twelve dollar mimosas, pound it. Okay, all right. I see you working. Uh let's see here. Oh man. Eric, what's in a breakfast shot? I love Nevada's Nevada's thinking. I love a good breakfast shot. I mean, so you can go like like a nuts and berries, have like a little. No, no, I want I want the breakfast shot that tastes like pancakes and syrup. Oh, hold on. it's Jameson and um... and you had drop it in orange juice, right? So it's Jamo, peach schnapps, orange juice, and a splash of maple syrup, and they dress it with baked Canadian bacon. No, right, fuck so that. Yep. There's no such thing as Canadian bacon. They dress it with bacon. <laughs> Canadian bacon uh, why, is. Wait. Why did you get so angry? We knew it's it was because bacon. Canadian what? bacon is ham. Okay, Canadian a, bacon is disgusting. Ham. Right, but it's bacon. I've only had. It's not bacon. It's, no, it's not no, bacon. I'm not saying it's bacon, Eric. Listen to what I'm saying. The only way to dress it's that shot bacon. is right. The only way to dress that shot is bacon. So I'm taking the breakfast shot. When you come up, you had a night out with your boys. You go to a brunch spot on Sunday and you want to start the party off right, right? Maybe you're at a wedding. Maybe you're at a bachelor party. Maybe the drinking ain't done from Saturday. You go, can I get X number of breakfast shots? And you get it with a little bit of bacon. You get your teen in and you get your, you, you, you hair of the dog. It. That's my second pick. Nice. Nice. Uh, third pick, but all right. Nice pick. Um, so with my next, right, pick, I had too many breakfast shots. I'm going to go with, the tried and true, when you walk up to a par, please give me a Dos Equis. That's a solid choice. All right, yeah. Of, of the Mexican beers, that's probably my favorite. Although I would say, I would say, besides beer. Corona with lime, it's it's probably one of the best Mexican beers. Yeah, I think Corona's overrated. I think Dos Equis shits on it. Dos Equis with lime is infinitely better than Corona with lime. Well, you fucking suck then. Well, you're talking to the man who grew up with an 87% Mexican community around him. So I think I would be well-versed in the, the tickets of the world. I thought, was, you were, I, I thought you were island Mexican, though. Well, I swam there. Oh, right. Okay. Obviously. It's funny because we grew up in an 87 I would say it's more than 87% off rip, But in a majority uh, Hispanic community and the number one the number one beer sold in the city. And it's also the number one uh, location for it. Bud Light has its highest sales in El Paso, Texas. Yeah, they love Bud Light there. Uh, Eric, you are correct. It is more than 87%, but we go by the U.S. Census. Oh, not the illegals. Okay. 
yeah, so we don't count the illegals. We're not like Nancy Pelosi and her. We can't squad. call we can't call Tita, you know, because she doesn't have her papers. Exactly. So that brings it back to me. I'm going to go with a tried and true classic that Nick did not know until this beautiful, handsome Puerto Rican came into his life, and that is none other than a Vegas bomb. Mm. A firm, big worm. Uh, yeah, no whatever. doubt. No whenever, doubt. Whenever it's, it's, Nick was trying to cry on my shoulder, I just gave him a Vegas bomb and told him to shut up, and we got rowdy. It's and <laughs> since then, and since then, it's been a repertoire. You throw the four seam, you throw the two seam, you throw the change, <laughs> a Vegas bomb, right? Anytime you go to the bar, you got it. Listen, here's the thing, right? When I'm at a bar and people order shots, if there's a couple of ladies with me, I'll throw the green tea shot. Everybody loves a green tea shot, right? Everybody does, right? Guys love it. Girls love it. But if it's just the bros, you're throwing Vegas bombs. Because you can just, uh, all night. Nah, bonk, 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 you don't bonk. even notice it. You don't even you're notice just, it. You're just, you all types of twisted. Shout out to the Vegas bomb variation. Michelle Cookie. <laughs> right? A guy, by the way. <laughs> not, not an actual girl. <laughs> Mitchell Cookie. Right. Shout out for his version of the Vegas bomb, the cookie, which kept Jermaine and I sustained in Diego Garcia. RIP. If you if you ask me to recreate what is in a cookie, no, couldn't chance, do it because I was <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> so, couldn't do it. We only started to get it when we were blackout drunk. That's the, that was the one prerequisite. It was on the precipice. We'd have one memorable cookie and then it was downhill from there. It's my it's my choice. Correct. Uh, for the next drink. All right. So uh, this is a drink that I put a lot of my friends on when I got out of the Navy and moved to Phoenix. Uh, they'll try to deny to tell you they never had it before, but it's Jameson and ginger ale. It is an exquisite pairing. If you don't, if you can't tell, I'm a very simplistic man when it comes to drinks. Two ingredients or less. Hence why I've ghettofied the pillow. Wait, Eric already said that. Eric already said a, a, a Jamie and Ginger. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he stole, he stole because he drink. stole because he stole the drink you brought to him. That's much okay. like the much like the white man taking the thing from That's the Native okay. American. He's gonna shake his head and say, oh, "I drank that before," even though I had a conversation with him when I covered the bill, and he was just like, "I've never had this before. It's fantastic." But neither here nor there. I'm going to take the Pim's cup for my next drink. Exactly. I love the, the Pim's cup. I love the silence that fell across the room. Okay. It was, it's fantastic, bro. So you take a Pim's number one, right? Which is which is an alcoholic beverage. You combine it with some lemonade, little mint, little orange, some strawberries, and that's the drink. And fun fact, uh, it first popped up at 1971 Wimbledon. So you know it's fancy. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear all white to drink a Pim's cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fancy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that takes us back to uh, Eric, correct? correct? Yes, yes, yes. Right. I was just looking up Pim's cup. There's a couple of different uh, recipes for it. but um, So with my next pick, uh, so it's not necessarily a shot I like to order for myself. But anytime I'm with a friend, especially certain friends that are assholes, and it's their birthday or something 
You got to get them a blowjob shot, man. It's a legendary fucking shot. And you got to watch grown men. And yet, and yet. What? And yet, he was in Raleigh for my birthday and didn't get me a single blowjob shot. That's what I said. He's never ordered me once. I know who he's ordered them for. It's it's Hanky. It's Cole. (laughs) And my friends that are assholes. It's it's his true friends. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, we are... We offered you plenty of low jobs, and you said no. So I did say no. You. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> taken man. The game has me, and it's technically so, as you would have needed a shot after the blowjob. So right, I would need a shot after one of your blowjobs. Yeah, you're a little right. penicillin goes a long way nowadays. <laughs> I, I, I will say that Eric said to his friends that are assholes. So I guess that qualifies you and I as not assholes. Oh, hot dog! We're we're moving we're moving that forward. We're gonna keep that pushing. Is hot dog your next drink selection? Because it's on you, big fella. Oh, jeez. Blood blood job is a good one. I had a great, I had a great one, uh, and then I lost it. Um, I'm gonna go. There is. I, I like to drink like a, a a rich white girl on a diet. Sometimes, I'm gonna go tequila and soda. The old ranch water. The old ranch water. That's all you need. <laughs> I, right, I, 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 I'm sorry that shocked everybody. Everybody was like, oh, uh, okay. I, I was laughing because, like, maybe we should make it more of a thing. Like, whoever picks says, hey, you're next. Hey, oh, laughing. yeah. Hey, Nevada, you're I was, up. I was reading. Nevada, you're up. Silent, you're up. Nobody stepped in. I was just like, yo, there's a flow, boys. We're just picking. Yeah. Nevada, Nevada, you're up for a drink here. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go back to back here at the turn. Um, so I got two different schools of thought on this. Am I buying shots for everybody or am I just doing myself? So I'll do a little bit of both. Um I'm going to go with, as we were doing the all the fancy shots, a Girl Scout shot. Have you guys had that one? Where I, I don't think I have. I don't think I, I have, see, yeah. I see E nodding. He knows what it is. It literally he loves like Well, because he loves Girl Scouts. He's into grooming, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's literally the uh, peppermint Girl Scout cookie. It's exactly what it tastes like. It's phenomenal. Get out of here! What is I in it? To, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a mathematician. I can't tell you what's in it, but I it's know coffee, it's amazing. It's coffee, liquor, Irish cream, and peppermint schnapps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a delicious. It sounds like a delicious Christmas drink. Hold on. Yeah. Say that. Say that one more time. The ingredients: coffee liqueur, peppermint schnapps, and uh, Irish cream. That sounds that's that sounds bad. That's a fire drink, dude. That's a fire fucking drink. The first time then, I had that, yeah. First time you, I had that, I was like, this is a Girl Scout cookie, and like, no, there's alcohol in that. And I was like, do it again. Do it if again you, one more time. If you go to a bar that that offers that regularly, like has it on their menu, they'll do a Girl Scout cookie rim mm-hmm. with the yeah. shot. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do that up in Fort Collins. Like you get those, you get those for the girls. Hey, you're 21. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, here's a Girl Scout shot. Crushes. Um, and then my last one for ordering a drink at a bar. If I'm just at a bar hanging out, you got with the, gotta go with the gold can. Coors original. Son of OG. a bitch. 
Yeah. Damn. I thought it would. I thought I, I, I thought I, I thought I had value in the fifth round. I thought I could get it. Yo, uh, first of all, what a fantastic beer choice. Uh, I, I drink in bulk, so I prefer to snag the light, but it does not taste as good as the gold. Oh, because you can't get the you can't get the gold out there. I, I get. I've gotten a thirty rack of gold. Out I there. will say one thing about the gold, though, is you have to be very very critical of temperature management of the gold cans because a gold can cold is a fabulous beer once it hits a certain temperature it becomes the worst beer you've ever had i believe I the term know. is inedible swim. yeah yeah in in drinkable <laughs> man look at him panic and i knew <laughs> now see, I, I i i had a beer picked i could have gotten my my starting quarterback right that's obviously the course banquet I'm going to go with my backup quarterback. Anytime you drink one of these beers, it's a great time, especially when you're in the South. It's got to be a PBR, right? A, a, a PBR is amazing. It tastes good. It, there's a reason they won the, the, the Blue Ribbon. <laughs> I've recently had to defend PBR from slander. And it's uh, ridiculous. And it's unreal. I used to go to this bar in Virginia Beach as well. Shout out, Virginia. I guess I'm going to be real nostalgic. Oh, are, you about to, are you about to say the 24-ounce PBRs? The 24-ounce PBRs for $2. I would walk in. My homegirls, Lindsay and Adrian, would be tending the bar. And I would be I would slap down $20, and then I'd give them their tip. And I'd be like, keep the PBRs coming, bro. $2 for the tall boys? Are you kidding me? I would get housed and then stumble home because my apartment was behind the bar. So it was just fantastic. Uh, Eric, you're next. Something happened in this Broncos game. All right. So oh my I'm, I'm going to go with a drink that I like to order a lot because it's one of my favorite movies. And it's probably one of the first drinks I ever had in my life. So I'm going to pick a white Russian for this spot. But I do have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever gone up to a bartender and just said, surprise me? And gotten the worst shot ever? No? Okay. So my favorite thing to do, maybe because I'm an asshole, was when people would come up to me, especially like really drunk douchebags, would come up to me and be like, just whatever, it doesn't matter. I would take the bar mat and just pour all the liquor into a shot glass. That's my favorite drink to give people as a bartender. But I'm not going to order way, that. By, by the way, for those at home, for those, for, for those, oh, I can't, I can't even say it. For, for those you, of you at home. For those of you at home, thank you, Nevada. Uh, Eric used to be a bartender for how many years, Eric? Uh, like eight. Eight years, Eric was a bartender. So he would do this to just countless college kids that would come in. You know what's in uh, incredibly ironic about the drink choice, as I sit here with my last choice, that Eric just loved to just brag about right there, is that Eric is that drunk asshole at the bar who always tells people to surprise them or give me whatever. And then he's going to be an asshole to people who say the same shit. Listen, it's a real pot. How I, can you hate yourself I th- that much? I, I think this is literally a combination of you either die a hero or you live your, or you live to see yourself become the villain, right? That's what this has become is Eric could have died as a bartender, as the hero pouring these bar mats into these college kids drinks. And they'd be like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. He was and the yet, asshole before he poured that bar mat. And yet he has turned into that asshole. Yeah. The kitchen sink. Talk about a real pot kettle situation. So 
With the last pick, I could take my favorite beer of all time, which is a one-of-one recipe that I've never, ever been to have had the ability to have again because they changed it. But I'm not going to. That will be my honorable mention. I'm going to take a incredibly slept-on shot. I've heard green tea. I've heard white tea. I've heard you know, uh, mats on the ground shots. I have never heard a lot of my friends mention this shot. And it's one of the ones that I don't typically tell my friends about because uh, they already steal all my other shit. So in this one, I this is called a wet pussy shot. Gentlemen, <laughs> you had my curiosity and now you have my full attention. <laughs> so it's e it's it's equal parts for thing. It's vodka, peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and fresh lime juice. That's what a wet pussy tastes like. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so it's a wet pussy shot. It is absolutely outstanding. Shout out my homegirl Grace who put me on it. And okay. That's what I'm gonna wrap it with. So my yeah. uh, before we get into everyone else's honorable mention, my honorable mention is the greatest beer I've ever had in my life is a might have been like an 18 month soaked in an oak wood whiskey casket, and it's an imperial aged oatmeal stout, and it's called Queen Anne's Revenge. Second shout out for Back Bay Brewery, one of my all time favorite breweries. Uh, it is the single greatest beer I've ever had. It is a 14% alcoholic beverage. I First time I ever had a sip of this beverage, I sat there and drank 12 pours of Queen Anne's Revenge. Dapped up my bartender, said, yeah, oh, it was dope. Thank you very much for serving me. I'm going to go swim in a pool and eat this girl's chili. No, that's not, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> Uh, he was stunned that I was able to stand up, speak coherently the whole time, and then leave to go swim. So, yeah, Queen Anne's Revenge. Greatest beer I've ever had. Okay, so now Great. we got real, Amazing. real quiet. Eric, <laughs> yeah, Eric, can you read us read us back the list, poor favor? Yeah, so uh, Nevada had the first pick. He went with the Moscow Mule, old-fashioned mimosa. Girl Scout shot, and good old Coors. Nick, second, green tea shot, Vesper, breakfast shot, tequila and soda, and Paps Blue Ribbon. I went third. I had the Henny and Watermelon Red Bull, Jamie Ginger, Dos Equis, a blowjob shot, and a white Russian. Jermaine went last. He went with a grapefruit and tequila. Atlantic Ave IPA plus tro yellow tropical Red Bull. Vegas Bomb, Pimm's Cup, and the Wet Jose shot. Yeah, um, did the Colts just win that game? Can somebody yes. tell me what happened? I thought the Broncos had the ball. Yeah, they did. They sure did, inside the 10, and they uh, they went for it on fourth down in overtime. Down three? Down three, just a field right. goal to tie it right. up. But who, but who wants to tie? We, we don't yeah. – listen, listen, we don't like ties – but you know what we also don't like? Throwing the covered receivers inside the five. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Russ, okay. Okay. I don't know if I've ever witnessed a I, 
I would say Russell Wilson was a superstar before this. I don't know if I've ever seen a superstar's fall off quite like I've seen Russell Wilson's. Albert Pujols. Well, Joe Montana is good with the Angels, though. Joe, Mon- yeah. Joe Montana. Yeah, he was a hell of a linebacker, and then he went to Kansas City, and you know that that all fell apart. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I guess those are both great choices, but this is it's staggering. The man can't sustain a drive for six downs. You know, like I understand play calling factors in, but I'm, I'm like six downs, Russ. You can't get me a. Two who, ten yard completions. Who knew that Tim Patrick would be that big of a loss on this team? <laughs> Is that what you're hanging on? <laughs> Javante Williams torn ACL. It's Tim Patrick. It's Tim. Pa- it's Tim Patrick. <laughs> oh, I guess. I guess Melvin Gordon is not the back of the future. Something we realized five years ago. <laughs> Melvin Gordon is a good running back. I, He's I really not. I don't think he is. He, this anyway, year, back this year is one year. Before that, Melvin Gordon has been a good running back. Okay, I'm not saying pay him Travis <laughs> Kelsey money. I'm just like okay, I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> Yo, pay him Travis Kelsey money. No, I'm saying I don't saying. believe you that he's a good running back. Uh, you gotta go. You gotta Google him, Nick. All right, so. Eric has provided a list for the pop culture pick Top five drinks you'd order at a bar. We'll get into the NHL season preview 2022-2023. Eric is the executive producer of this podcast, so we'll let him steer the ship. Take it away, Eric. Okay, so um, I do have the DraftKings odds pulled up. Uh, I'm going to start with, um, what is there, four divisions in hockey? Right? Yeah, so I'm going to start – just because I don't have a, a breakdown by uh, – they don't do like an over-under. They do points. So we can either start with the division winner or we can do team total points, whatever you guys prefer. We'll do – take us division by division. All right. So we're going to do division by division. I'm just going to give it to you in the order that DraftKings has it here. So they start with the Melitro, uh, the Metropolitan Division. <laughs> the Metropolitan. Yeah. All right. So we have the favorites. Love that. The, Car- the Carolina Hurricanes at plus 180. The Penguins at plus 320, the Rangers at plus 350, the Capitals at plus 600, the Islanders at plus 1300, the Devils at plus 1600, the Blue Jackets at plus 5000, and the Philadelphia Flyers who will win this division at plus 10,000. So we're going we're, we're gonna to let Nevada run a lot of this, right? He's the Room 303 hockey expert. He's the guy that we trust with our hockey analysis and our hockey bets going through the season, right? I will say one thing. The Carolina Hurricanes won 100, scored 116 points last year and won this division by six points. The fact that you can get the, the Carolina Hurricanes at plus money is chef's kiss. Mr. Putnam, please take it away. So not to poo-poo on Nick's parade, but the only under team for any division is the Abs. So every team's got a good, good odds to win the, their division. That being said, I agree with Nick. The Canes at plus money is good money. Um, in free, free agency, they got Max Pacioretty from Vegas for nothing. And they also were able to get Brent Burns on the back end again for nothing. So that makes even a, a good team even better. So I like them to at least win the division. 
um, as far as rounding out the division. What is what what is the thing Nevada that killed the Carolina Hurricanes last year? Uh, probably it was that late late season injury to their goalies. Uh, I, I remember specifically Frederick Anderson got injured when he was playing the Avs like ten days before the playoffs started. Uh, I think it was like a groin or some sort of leg injury, something like that, and he could never return to the playoffs. The hur- the Hurricanes were also lacking a solid veteran. Pl- presence to guide them through the playoffs yeah so shout out paul statsney yeah paul statsney all 45 years old of him or whatever Did you call him paul snat do you call him call snatchney <laughs> no I, I stumbled through stats oh, okay and uh the wine won that one yeah there's there's a lot of hard names here when you're sobered let alone when you're a little bit buzzed <laughs> um so, yeah, I got the Canes for this uh, Metro division. I think that's the easy pick. It's kind of a chalk pick, but, again, they're, they're the best team in this this division. All right, so in the Metro division last year in Nevada, Carolina Hurricanes obviously won at 116 points. The New York Rangers were second, 110. Pittsburgh Penguins with 103. And the Washington Capitals with 100 points. Those are all the playoff teams we saw from the Metropolitan division uh, of note, the New York Islanders were 16 points behind the Capitals uh, for the last seed. Do you see a change in those playoff teams, or what surprises can we expect? Yes. I, I... Yeah, so we'll go with Carolina for sure in. The Rangers for sure in, as long as uh, their goalie, Shostorkin, is still still good to go. No, no injuries, so he'll still be in. They improved on the offensive side. And then it's kind of a who's a toss who. Up. Between, yeah, between Pittsburgh, Washington, and the Islanders, and then dark course with Columbus. So for me personally, I got for the top three, Carolina, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh getting in in their own division. I do. I don't agree. The dark horse of this division is the New Jersey Devils. That is a uh, super, super dark horse. At plus 1,600, I'm betting the New Jersey Devils to win this division. You're going to lock it in? I will not lock it okay. in. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's still a plus 1,600. It's, it's the best question of the podcast. Like, how confident are you? You're going to lock it in? It's still a plus 1,600 bet. But the New Jersey Devils, they built a terrific team. And I don't have the confidence I have in – so Nevada's correct. The Hurricanes, the Rangers, you're not going to hear a peep out of me. Pittsburgh and Washington, they're aging. New Jersey Devils have a terrific opportunity to, to get into the playoffs this time. And that's why I decided to go bold because I'm not trying to go chalk and pick well, them. Hundred hundred plus point Carolina Hurricanes to win it again. Bold, uh, bold is great. I do love bold. But for the New Jersey Devils to win the division, if you doubled the New Jersey Devils points from last year, they would have ten less points than the Carolina Hurricanes, or yeah. ten more points. Ten more points than the. They Carolina have Hurricanes. to have a thirty point. They have to improve by thirty points just to make the playoffs. A hundred percent. No, they ha- no, they don't. They have to improve by 
31 or 38 points to make the playoffs. So they have to improve by 30 plus points to make the playoffs. Right. 30 plus <laughs> points. Correct. All right. So yeah. thir- w- one of the reasons why I picked this is because of who they, they brought in as their assistant coach. Andrew Burnett is now their assistant coach. He was part of the Panthers last year. And the Panthers had the fifth best power play in hockey last year. The fifth best power play that disappeared in the playoffs. (laughs) So let let me. I'm talking regular. I mean, yeah, it's it's a good point. That's fair. You're right. You're right. Keep going, Nevada. You're the expert. let, Let me give you the goalies for the Devils. Not good. Jonathan Bernier. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, but he's he's got some promise. Nico Das, which might have the most promise, but still pretty bad. And then Vitek Vanacek, who was with the Capitals last year, who was dog shit. That's your backstop. And your defense didn't get any better because uh, P.K. Sluban retired this year. So if you want to try to ride offense the entire way, that's great. You might have two lines, forward lines to get you there, but I don't see it as far as getting points and getting wins for the Devils. They're, I, they're reg, regular maybe, season. That's all I'm betting. In the playoffs, I think that back line gets stopped, but I think in the regular season they can they can compete. Personally, yeah, I, I don't see I don't see them even competing for a wild card in the East. It's too deep in the East. Okay, so Nevada, out of the out of the metro, you have locked in Canes, Rangers, Penguins, locked in Canes and Rangers, Penguins. So here's a stat for you: Penguins are they have a 16 year playoff streak, 16 right. years. Pittsburgh teams yeah. know how to make the playoffs. They they're they're veteran. They they'll get in there whether it's wild card or in the division spot. They'll get there. Okay. What's our next division, Eric? All right. So the next division is the Atlantic division. <clears throat> so we have the Maple Leafs at plus 170, Panthers at plus 200, Lightning at plus 300, Bruins at plus 1100, Senators plus 2800, Red Wings plus 3000, Sabres plus 7000, Canadians plus 20,000. So I'm I'm gonna ask I'm I'm gonna say one thing I'm gonna ask one thing of you Eric I'll ask it first Can you look up what it is for the Red Wings to make the playoffs <laughs> this year for the Red Wings to make the playoffs The fact I, another one of my bets Yes is plus fact, Yes, yes is, is plus Yes is plus two ninety No is minus three eight Oh my God I will take plus two ninety for the Red Wings to make the playoffs The fact. That you are taking a 122-point team who lost who? Claude Giroux? Or who lost, who, like, who, who, who did the Panthers lose? They're a 122-point team, and I can get him at plus 200 plus. What was it? Plus 200, Eric? More? Just plus 200. Fantastic. Give me the Panthers plus 200 to win the Atlantic. Nevada, over to you. Uh, the two players that left before you get into it, Nevada. Sorry, just to answer his question was Jonathan Huberdow. 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 Thank, thank you. And then Mackenzie Weger. 
Okay, you can replace Huberto. The 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 Panthers plus two hundred give me it to win the Atlantic. Yeah, so the Panthers to go off Nick's stuff. The Panthers essentially traded uh, Huberto for uh, Kachuk from Calgary. You know, hundred point person for a hundred point person. It could be argued that uh, Matthew Kachuk is a much better overall player, defensive player, all that sort of stuff. So he's an imp improvement for the Panthers, which is why they had to give up more for him, including we, uh, McKenzie Weger. I like for this division, for the Leafs to get it. So if you want some betting nuggets on this one, I'll take it, uh, the Leafs to win the division at, uh, what'd you say, Eric? You're muted, brother. Oh, I got you. Uh, it's plus one seventy for the Maple Leafs, and yeah, and then uh, Panthers for like, like one fifty or something. Panthers are plus two hundred. Yeah, 200. the Leafs are the favorite to win this division. Okay, yeah, which rightfully so. I think the Leafs. Spoiler alert: are probably going to be in the running for the President's Trophy. Um, now, now I have a question for you, Nevada. The Leafs win the Atlantic. Do they win the first round? No, because he said because they, they won the president's, president's trophy. trophy. Yeah, <laughs> that Paid. that yeah that is so. As we're talking about Toronto, here's a fun little stat. Uh, you may have heard it already, but since Zidane Chara, who's a longtime defenseman, since he's retired, there is no active player <laughs> that has lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. Period. I'll give you a better stat. Right since 2011. The or since 2006, the Atlanta Thrashers and the Toronto Maple Leafs have played in the same number of second round playoff series. Wait, wait, the Atlanta Thrashers the Atlanta stopped. Thrashers? The Atlanta Thrashers stopped being a hockey team in 2011. This is not the first time you've told me this stat, but every <laughs> single time I stop and say, "Wait, wait, wait!" The Atlanta Thrashers. I have it in my wallet. I have it in my wallet as like a, "Hey, you're a hockey fan. What about this stat?" Uh, uh, so I don't not to shit on Nevada's p parade. I think the Maple Leafs are a great choice. I have them finishing second. I'm taking the pissed off Lightning. Oh Jesus! Like, because that was it's you know it's well documented. The Abs were hurt as well, so let's not let's not say that's the reason why the Lightning lost. I will not be that Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman shenanigans, but. I don't think the Lightning are much worse than they were last year. Personally, I'm taking the Lightning to win this division. You're, so you're calling for a fall off, is what you're the, saying. The, right? the problem is you've seen the Lightning. They 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 had their first two years where, I I mean they the first year the Lightning won the Cup they were dominant. The second year I think they were a third seed maybe. Last year they were they were what Nevada six seed. Yeah, yeah, with that season, the, I think they were probably. I think there the, was four versus five, Toronto and Tampa. The, the fall off has been evident. The Tampa Bay Lightning are consistently falling off every single year. They're just a great player. I don't want to face them in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong, but a regular season Lightning team is not that good. Yeah, they haven't been healthy in a very long time. I'm, I'm, I'm literally hoping for Hagel and Point to be healthy together again. 
Yep. So for me, for this division, I got the Panthers, Leafs, and Lightning locked in for those three spots in the division. Okay. So, or do so, you want to go? Go for it. But those three are getting in. So Nevada has locked in, for those of you at home, the Hurricanes, the Rangers, the Penguins, right, in the Metro? Penguins, yes. Yes, yes. The Panthers, the Maple Leafs, the Lightning, right? For those of you that know hockey, there are two teams left. So, Eric, if you could be ready with the to make the playoff odds, Nevada, give me your two playoff teams to make it of the not uh, the, the you're basically two wild card teams to make it. Yeah, so this is where it starts to get tricky. Um, so I'm personally I'm going with. Uh, Boston, the main reason is that they have they were able to re-sign their captain and their all-time the all-time best forward slash defenseman, uh, Patrice Bergeron, and they were able to get Krejci back from overseas. Boston, so, by the way, minus one ninety to make the playoffs. They're giving it one last go to make some make some noise. This is kind of like their last hoorah. I'll give it to Boston. And then my second one, I'm going to go with uh, the Islanders. I like I like what the Islanders did. They didn't really take any step back. In fact, they were the only team in the NHL that didn't sign anybody in free agency. They have the exact same team as they did last year. Did they make the playoffs didn't, last year? Didn't they sign uh, Nazem Kadri? No, that was Calgary. So the Islanders. Oh right. The the East was kind of weird because the entire playoff situation was wrapped up about a month before playoffs even started. It was just a matter of seeding. So I have the Capitals out. I think they're too old. I agree old. with that. I don't have the. I don't think they have the firepower except for Ovi, but that's not enough. Darcy Kemper comes over, but. I, I don't think that's <laughs> enough. I don't think that's enough. I think they'll be. I think the wild card will be tight, but I don't think the Capitals will be able to have the firepower to make it in there. I think the Islanders have the defense to shut stuff down, and they have the offense just enough to win those two one three two pesky games. To Nevada's point, the uh, the point number that separated. The playoff team, the number eight playoff team in the East, the Washington Capitals, they scored 100 points from the number nine playoff team in the East, the New York Islanders, was 16 points. The Capitals to miss the playoffs, though, from Eric, plus 155. So if you trust Room 303's hockey expert, Nevada Putnam, the Washington Capitals, the old, slow Washington Capitals, with Darcy Kemper, a man that I have famously bagged lock it. and and continuously bagged. Locking it. Tyler Lockett. Eric, right, put, let's, me on, put me on the locks. Capitals to miss the playoffs. Let's yeah. let's move to the Western Conference, Nevada. We'll start with our Pacific Division. For those of you who don't know the Pacific Division last year, the Calgary Flames won it with 111 points. The Edmonton Oilers were second with 104. The Kings had 99 points. The Vegas Golden Knights had 94. They missed the playoffs. Vancouver Canucks had 92 points, also missed the playoffs. The San Jose Sharks had 77. 
the Anaheim Ducks had 76, and the Seattle Kraken, last year's expansion team, had 60 points. I, as as Eric as Eric bangs around on his garage drums there. My bad, my bad. I didn't think it was gonna pop like that, but I have the division pulled up if you need. So that was a hard boner hitting the bottom of that. So table. Eric, please give me once you're done banging your microphone around the division odds for the Pacific Division. So the Flames are plus one ninety. The uh, yeah, the Flames are plus one ninety. The Oilers are plus two thirty. Golden Knights plus four seventy five, Kings plus five hundred, Canucks plus one thousand, Kraken plus sixty five hundred, Ducks plus eight thousand, and Sharks plus fifteen thousand. So as we do basically every time, I, I will I will step in front of Nevada here. You're giving me the Flames at what'd you say, Eric? Plus one ninety. Plus one ninety. Yes. The Flames did not get worse. They got better. They stole the Abs basically. Third best player, at second best forward, probably, right, to add to their team. And they scored 111 points and were in the chase for the President's Cup last year. And I'm getting the Flames at 190. Mr. Putnam, over to you. Yep. I'm with Nick on this one. So the Flames, if you were to compare the Flames and Oilers offensively, maybe even goalie-wise because the Oilers got an actual goalie this year. Say they cancel each other out, whatever Plus you want to say. Plus 240. Yep. The Flames have a much better defense and offensive power from the defensive side than the Oilers do. So I like the Flames to win the division on this one, uh, especially at the plus money over the Oilers. As far as the division as a whole goes, um, I'm going – Oilers, Shock. Flames, and Kings. Whichever order you want to go. Oilers, Flames, and Kings for the Shock. division. So same order as last year. The Flames, Oilers, and Kings were the same teams to make the playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights finished uh, five behind, or sorry, three behind the Nashville Predators for the playoffs. Jermaine, any thoughts on this Pacific division different than Nevada's? Yes, um, I love what the Calgary Flames did, but 82 goals left the team. I did research. I had to, I had to back Nevada up. I couldn't let him carry it. 82 goals left this team. Fantastic players. And not only just 82 goals, they also contributed to Lindholm's 42. So they helped carry this team. I honestly, I saying they got better it feels like a leap to me. And... I am high on the Edmonton Oilers. I think they have two generational talents, and that's typically what you have to see on a team to compete for a Stanley Cup. That's why I was so high on Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr for so goddamn long. Thank God they finally goddamn did it. (laughs) But, I mean, look at the last Avalanche squad that did it, right? It was Sackett and Forsberg, another tandem of studs, right, that were outstanding in it. That's why I'm taking the Edmonton Oilers to win this division at plus 240. It's not like I'm ta- expecting a giant leap from them. They just have to take one step up. And the Calgary Flames, as much as people want to sit here and tell me that they are just as good because they signed Nazem Kadri at the end of it, can we count on Nazem Kadri? Historically, it tells me no, right? 
Shout out to him for crushing the, the St. Louis Blues last year. That was fun to watch as he taunted the home fans. And shout out to him for getting the, the Stanley Cup. Um, but I don't know if I can count on him. I know who I can count on. I'm taking the Oilers forwards on this. I think they aren't as deep, and so I'm, that's not what I'm arguing. But I'm arguing that those generational talents will take that team to the, to the division. Now, I'm not arguing anything in the playoffs right now, but I think they win this division, personally. The Oilers finished seven points behind the Flames, so it, it, it's not that crazy of a margin to make up. So both of you agree, shock pick, specific division, we're picking whatever whatever order you want it. If you love the Flames, they're plus 190. If you love the Oilers, they're what, plus 240, we said, Eric? 230. Plus 230, both great numbers, but we're both agreeing Flames, Oilers, Kings to make the playoffs from the Pacific Division. Moving to our final division, because we're a professional podcast and a Colorado Avalanche supporting podcast, let's go to the Central Division. Last year, Central Division, the Colorado Avalanche won it with 119 points. The Minnesota Wild came in second, 113. The St. Louis Blues had 109. Dallas Stars had 98. The Nashville Predators had 97. Those are all the playoff teams, five from the Central Division. The Winnipeg Jets had 89. The Chicago Blackhawks, Jermaine's favorite team, had 68. And the Arizona and the Arizona sell the team Coyotes had 57. And most famously, got locked out of their arena and had to play at a college arena last year, 57 points. All right, Eric, can we have the odds for the division winners this year, please, of the Central Division? Yeah, so the favorites are the Avalanche at minus 150, the only minus team that's favored. The Wild are plus 330, Predators plus 1,000, Stars plus 1,100, Blues plus 1,200, Winnipeg Jets plus 3,500, Coyotes and Blackhawks are both plus 50,000. So everybody's going to be shocked at this, right? I think the Colorado Avalanche are going to run away with this division. Right? <laughs> I don't think Nazem Kadri is, is that much of a loss for an Avs team that I think Joe Sackett will find a way to replace a second-line center. Or we will have a, we, the Avs will have a player that will step up to be a second-line center. That being said, I love gambling, and I love value. What did you say the St. Louis Blues to win the Central was, Eric? Uh, so the Blues to win the Central is plus 1,200. Plus 1,200 from a team that was 10 points behind the Avs and lost. Uh, who? Significant players? No, the Blues are still there. The Blues are always a tough Gritty team they have been the last three years. If you sprinkle a little pizza money on that plus twelve hundred, I think it's I think it's a fabulous bet. If you're not sure if the Abs can replace Nazem Kadri, who was you look at the Abs last four years before they won the Stanley Cup, and you look at their one year they won the Stanley Cup, there was the outlier there, and that's Nazem Kadri. Nevada, over to you. So to your point with the Blues. Uh, you said, who did they lose? They lost David Caron, who tried to take off the head of Nas in the playoffs. Punk. But their, their biggest loss 
for regular season was Ville Husso, who was goalie. their goalie who substituted in for Bennington. He Who's still took out, over. Right? No, Bennington's playing. Oh, okay. But yeah, he he took over for Bennington and he rode them all the way to the playoffs. Once he ran into the Avs, they decided, you know what, let's put in Bennington because Bennington's on fire, and he was. He got hurt. Avs went on. So they don't have Huso anymore. So the question my, comes down. My, my, my question to you is, Bennington gets injured, is that a different series? Or Bennington doesn't get injured, is that a different series? Yeah, the Avs don't win. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Let's move on before we get PTSD. Yeah, it, it, yeah the Avs don't win that series. Bottom line is, can Bennington hold the Blues up to win enough games where they can either win the division or get in the playoffs because they don't have Husso anymore? Husso took them to the playoffs. They got to the playoffs and decided, you know what? Bennington's our better bet. So uh, for this fit, this division, um, I think the Avs, all four of us can agree, even E, who picked the Wild to win the Cup last year, Avs in, I got the Blues in, and I got the Predators in for the division. Hey, the the greats don't forget, E. Did you hear that? The greats don't forget. I was shooting my shot, dude. Uh, By the way. You you just got Horace Horace granted by Nevada. uh, So if we're going based off Nevada, which we all should listen to, um, we're going Carolina Hurricanes, Toronto Maple Leafs, Calgary Flames, Colorado Avalanche, right? That's who you got your four? Yeah, sounds about right. In a parlay that is a plus thirty five, plus three thousand five hundred and fifty four odds. Okay, all right. And I think I think most of those were chalk favorites too, right? It's all the those, faces. So, those so are you, division so, winners. Nevada went chalk. So so all the so all the chalk winners will pay me thirty five hundred. Yeah, yeah. But holy the chalk, cow, the chalk winners. All right. Cash. All right, so Nevada, list list me off the, the central division the central division teams again. Avs. Yeah. Avs, blues, preds. Avs, blues, preds. All right, Jermaine, you've been chomping at the bit. You even asked a question in the chat. Let's hear your central division teams. The Winnipeg Jets wild card winner. I'm picking the Jets to make the playoffs this year. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're winning the division like the Devils, and I'm not saying they're winning the division like the Oilers. I am saying they will make the playoffs, though. I don't think Dallas Stars make the playoffs this year, which is, takes a team out of their immediate division, and I don't trust the St. Louis Blues. I, so, I really, I really don't, because I don't know how if they're going to be able to stay healthy in the goalie position, which was their Achilles' heel until. You know, until Bennington came back in the playoffs, Bennington is a is a game changer. You give me eighty two games from Bennington, or excuse me, however long the the NHL season is. But, you got it right. Okay, if you give me eighty two games of Bennington, all right, there's no chance I'm betting against the Blues. But I don't trust Bennington to stay healthy. I haven't seen it very regularly in. And honestly, I don't watch as in depth as possible. But I did do research to lead up to this podcast, put together, put together my list, and I love the value the Jets represent. It's crazy that they're only plus one eighty to make the playoffs, but that kind of lends to the credence of them 
sneaking in the wild card. I think I, I think to your point, give me a St. Louis Blues team to make the playoffs, and I will. And then I want Bennington. Bennington, the last two years in the regular season, has not impressed me as a goalie. But in the playoffs, he's still one of the best goalies ever. All right, so so Nevada, you and Jermaine kind of disagree a little bit. Avs, Wild, Predators, you said Nevada. Jermaine, you said Avs, Wild, Predators as well? No, no, no. So Nevada said Avs, Blues, Preds. He did not Avs. say Wild right, because so I think he has a personal vendetta against him. The Mild, I'm on, yes. I, I'm on his side. I hate the Minnesota Wild as well, so. I'm on okay. his side on this. So, so Central Division, Avs. Uh, I have Avs, Wild Predators, personally. So, Avs, Wild Predators. Avs, Wild Predators. Jesus. Uh, Nevada has. Nevada, you have. Avs, Blues, Preds. Avs, Blues, Preds. Right? That is six teams of the eight teams we need. So, Nevada, tell me the two teams you have sneaking in the wild card in the Western Conference. So I'm going to go with Vegas. They got Jack Eichel for the, the full year, fully Dude, healthy. Let's go. So he should be good. The biggest question for them is going to be goalie. They got two prospects who can go either way. They can be lights out or they could just be a, a sieve and let everybody score on them. So I'll let them go in on the wild card. And then you can choose between the Canucks or, for me, the Wild. Some might say the Jets as well. I don't <laughs> see it with the Jets, but I'll go with the Wild. So, uh, to put some stats behind what Nevada said, the Vegas Golden Knights finished three points behind the Nashville Predators uh, in ninth place last year. They are minus 220 to make the playoffs. The Minnesota Wild are minus 500 to make the playoffs. They were second in the Western Conference, only six points behind the Colorado Avalanche. How much, Nevada, was that Marc-Andre Fleury? And can he repeat that performance? Yeah, I think Fleury, now that he's got a, f a full year in, I don't think he takes a step back. He's one of the best goalies that we've ever seen. I think he'll be solid. My biggest concern with the Wild is their loss of Kevin Fiala, who was almost a 100-point scorer. He was crucial to him. All of a sudden, he gets traded to the Kings. That's why the Kings make it, and that's why the Wild are fighting for that wild card spot. Honestly, if you look at what Marc-Andre Fleury did last year, he had the third worst goals saved above expected by any goalie. Now, he was, he was traded twice last year. Yeah. He was traded twice last year. But he wasn't even that good when he played for the Wild. So I, I, I don't know if, if I think it's on the back of Mark andre Fleury that the Wild make it. I'm still picking him, though. And to Nevada's point, the Canucks are a minus 130 to make the playoffs. Uh, the Canucks last year, by the way, 92 points, uh, two points behind the Golden Knights and five points behind the Nashville Predators for the ninth spot. The Wild to miss the playoffs. 
from executive producer E plus 360. So if you trust Room 303's hockey expert, Nevada Putnam, the Wild to miss the playoffs plus 130. Say what you just said about the Wild, Nevada. The Canucks. I got the Canucks. I got missing the playoffs. So you got the Canucks missing the playoffs. All right. Yeah. So give me your eight teams or give me your two wild card teams in the Western Conference. Uh, two, I got uh, Minnesota and Vegas. Okay. So the Wild do make it for Nevada. So let's, 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 the, the visitors can calm down from their heart attack. The Wild minus 500 to make the playoffs. We do think that's going to hit here at room 303. Uh, and, uh, Jermaine thinks the Jets sneak into that final wild card spot. Uh, Nevada thinks Vegas, who was three points behind, sneaks in. Uh, it's an interesting question, one that uh, Jermaine just poses. The Anaheim Ducks, right? 76 kind of got kind of caught fire after the All Star break. A good young team, right? Nevada, are the Ducks ready for postseason hockey? Or, or, or are they ready to make the push to postseason hockey? Not, I, not this year. I, they're on the on the right track. I don't see it for this year. Uh, let's see. They're top. They got – basically, they're relying on rookies. So, they got Mason McTavish, who's going to probably be – one of the front runners for a uh, Calder Trophy Rookie of the Year. They got Ryan Strom, good enough second line guy. Troy Terry, second maybe first line guy, and they got uh, Trevor Zegras, who might be the most flashy guy for the NHL, especially for the uh, Anaheim. But that's it for their offense. They don't have anybody else. Defense, they have a uh, Cam Fowler who's been there forever. They did sign John Klingberg, who's very good offensively. He is ass water defensively. What position uh, does he play? Defense. He'll uh-huh. probably be, he'll probably be first line defenseman with uh, Drysdale or Fowler. He cannot defend worth a shit. Um, <laughs> their defense is not good, and unfortunately, John Gibson gets another year loss. Being a good goalie, but just ass water defense. So, and they lose a big veteran presence in Ryan Getzlaff. That's that's going to be big for them. All right. So, so sticking with the Western Conference, right? We picked our eight teams to make the playoffs. I'm not going to go individual matchups. Tell me the two teams that are going to be in the Western Conference Finals, and who do you have winning the Western Conference? So, my big thing for the Western Conference, I think it. Again, kind of comes down to the Battle of Alberta. Do you want Calgary? Do you want Edmonton? I'll go with Edmonton. They upgraded in goalie. That was a big get for them. And again, Colorado. The big thing for me for Colorado, yeah, they lost some stuff. They added some stuff. But the gap in the West, did the Avs lose enough where the other teams gained enough to match them? I don't see that. So I'll give it to the Avs. To 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 your point. So so who do who do you think wins the Battle of Alberta? By the way, uh, I I'll still go with Edmonton. 
they upgraded in goalie. Other than that, it's pretty much the same team. So, so, so Edmonton wins a battle of Alberta. They're playing the Colorado Avalanche in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, EPE. Uh, there is a 410 point difference between the Avs and the Oilers in terms of winning the Western Conference. Avs are plus 190. The Oilers are plus 600. Uh, that's that's kind of crazy. So. Uh, any of e, either either E or Jermaine, do you see? Do you have any objection or any value picks you have to uh, besides Nevada of the Colorado Avalanche winning the Western Conference? Um. So actually, I don't know if this is a bet you can make. Um, if you can bet a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup this year, I'd do it. This is the year I'd do it. I actually think that we get a Western Conference Finals rematch between the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. And we saw how Colorado outclassed them last time. We did. We did. But that was with a, a dry sidle who wasn't healthy and still scored four points against them. I am saying the Edmonton Oilers beat the Colorado Avalanche and make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They have to win four more games than they won last year. That's it. That's all they have to do. That's all they need to do. All right. So, so, so Jermaine is saying the 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 rematch. The Edmonton Oilers galvanized themselves plus six hundred to win the Western Conference. If you smart Jermaine, that's a great pick. Uh, it's great value in there, Eric. Your thoughts, Western Conference, who do you have? Uh, so, not to sound like a broken record, but for the Western Conference, I'm going to take the Minnesota Wild at plus 700. Jesus Christ. Eric, mute your mic. <laughs> doubled down. He doubled oh. down after getting called out by <laughs> the wow. stones, the absolute stones of this man. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Eric, all right, all right. Uh, you know what? You know what? Since, since we want to entertain the people and we want to grow – our podcast and grow our brand. What will you do if the Minnesota if the Minnesota Wild do not make the Western Conference Finals? Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> if they don't make I, the playoffs, I'm not going to bet that. But if the if the Wild do not make the Western Conference Finals, or you know what, I, you know, I'll be a little bold. I don't think the Wild make it out of the first round. What what bet are you willing to make with me? I got one for you. E, if the Wild get out of the first round, I will pay for your flight out here so you can drive the 18 Oh, there we go. If they do not win, I'm going to send you a Ziploc bag full of my pubes that you got to put on top of your head. Yes. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God, dude. So, I'm going to... Listen, that's an awesome bet, and I would be, I would love to be able to say. I had oh, the stones. don't say but. Hold on, hold on. I would love to say I had the stones to do it, but I had a buddy who lost a bet, and he had to glue everybody's pubes to his face. And I, I'm just, I, I, I don't got. I'm not that kind of man, dude. I don't have. Look, I'll let you punch me in the face. I'll let you throw me off a second story building. There's a lot of shit I'll let you do, but you I can't won't, put you won't let someone. Pubes. You won't. You, you won't let somebody throw a baseball at you, though. I, I already said whatever you want. Oh, how about that? I'll let you. I'll stand in the goalie box and let you hit pucks at me. You you have to you have to take. So all right, if the Minnesota Wild here's 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 the bet. 
If the Minnesota Wild do not make it out of the first round, Nevada, are you good with that? Okay. You, Eric, you have to take Nevada shooting the average of the the however games they play, the shots on goal. And you there and get big, yeah. Can I wear a face mask? Some, yeah, of course you can wear a face mask <laughs> yeah. and a cup. Of course, we're not barbarians, right? Um, and 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 Nevada might miss some of them. Might, yeah. <laughs> How high is that number usually? Uh, like thirty per game shots. <laughs> yeah, you're probably looking like 25, 30 shots. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, shots and shots on goal. Bro, can we just put a jersey on this? No, nope. seems like it's gonna hurt. <laughs> no, nope. give the people what they want. That's you not what so, the people you want. So that's confident. what you want. You are so. That's not what I want. All right. First of all, Jermaine, Jermaine's, Jermaine's back. Jermaine's back. Jermaine, I'm wearing a flyer Jermaine, he is so confident the Wild will win the Western Conference that I said Nevada is betting him that the Wild don't even make it out of the first round. The bet is. If the Wild do not, Eric has to face an average of the number of shots on goal the Wild took from Nevada. While he stands in the goal with a face mask and a cup on. No pads. No pads. Well, I, I guess he can wear pads, too. So, hmm. all I have to do is make it out of the first round? Yeah. I mean, you just picked them to, to make the yeah. Stanley Cup. And yet he's not confident in it. I don't know shit about hockey, dude. I'm just—I right, so was just doubling so, down on no, my arrogance. So for those of you at home, Eric doubled down, but he's also a bitch and won't back it up. We'll move to the Eastern Woo! Conference, right? We'll move to the Eastern Conference. The Florida Panthers won it last year. They also won the President's Trophy, 120 points. There was some, uh, there was some amount of uh, discourse on this podcast that said the Panthers won't do it again. Nevada, I'll kick it to you. Who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals and who comes out of the Eastern Conference to play the Colorado Avalanche? I, I'm i going to go – I'll go with the Panthers. It's it's risky bet because they seem to get all the points and then choke, but I'll give it to them. I think they got a little bit better playoff-wise, playoff-style guys, mainly being uh, Matthew – Kachuk, he's a big playoff kind of guy. Who they play? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna go with the Leafs. Oh, I have them in there too. Thank you, thank you. I have the Leafs making the Eastern Conference Finals as well. This is the year we have it. The Leafs make the Eastern Conference Finals. Panthers leaves Eastern Conference Finals. Eric, are you ready to kill this vibe? Do you have anybody else? So who I think is going to come out of the East? Ah, uh, here he comes. Yeah. I'm going to go with the New York Rangers uh, at plus 1,000. All right, New York Rangers plus – oh, wait, hold on. The New York Rangers to both make the final against two. The Minnesota Wild. No, the Eastern Conference Final, Eric. Oh, oh, against the Eastern Conference Final? I'll go with, uh, if it falls in my favor, I'll go with the Maple Leafs. I think they'll break that fucking All right, first so, round drop. So, so leaves, leaves who? For me? He's got, yes. he's got Leafs Rangers. Leaves Rangers. 
in the Eastern Conference Finals. Nevada and Jermaine have leaves no, no. Panthers. I don't have the Panthers. Okay. All right. So Nevada has Nevada has Panthers leaves. Jermaine, over to you. I have leaves Devils. Leaves Devils. The Devils make the Devils make a Rangers esque run to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right. So I'm gonna break this down individually. I'll go to my boxes. Nevada, you started. Tell me who wins Panthers leaves. <laughs> Panthers? Panthers. Question mark. Confident answer in the history yeah. of the Panthers. The Panthers, I, by the way, the, plus 500 to win the Eastern Conference. You, you could tell me any top three or top four in the East could go to the Cup, and I could be like, yes. I so agree. between the two, I'll go with the Panthers. No love for the Hurricanes. All right, Eric, your two teams, tell me who wins. Um,. Man, Rangers, Rangers, Rangers plus one thousand to win the East. You, you heard it here first. Alive. You if you love, alive, if the Rangers make the Stanley Cup, this if you love value, Eric thinks the Rangers capitalize on this run of this last year, and they make it to the Stanley Cup Finals instead of losing in the Cup. Jermaine, your thoughts, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so the New Jersey Devils are clearly my dark horse this year. I, I very high on the team. I really am. Uh, but it, that it hinges on three factors as Nevada had pointed out goaltending being the primary circumstance of that. I don't think they beat the Maple Leafs. I think the Maple Leafs make the Stanley cup finals for the first time in well, well, they have. Well, they haven't. They haven't made it out of the first round since two thousand six. So yeah. So I was, in, I was about to say insert year here because someone knows it because they're they're a Maple Leafs fan. But I think the Maple Leafs make the Stanley Cup Finals this year and get the monkey off their back, but unfortunately fall short. Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. By the way, plus four hundred to win the Eastern Conference Finals. So Jermaine, we'll stick with you. Your Eastern Conference champion, Toronto Maple Leafs, against your Western Conference champion, who wins the Stanley Cup? I am picking the Edmonton Oilers to win it all this year. Edmonton Oilers wins it all. Eric, do you have those odds for us? For Edmonton, for McDavid and Dreisaitl to finally win the Cup what are the Stanley Cup odds for the Oilers? Plus fifteen hundred. Plus sixteen hundred. Great value there, Eric. You have the Toronto Maple Leafs plus four hundred making it out of the Eastern Conference. You have the Wild, I believe, at some at plus seven hundred, so not that crazy, making it out of the West. If I jam those two together, I don't even know what the odds are. The Stanley Cup matchup. Who do you have winning your Stanley Cup between Toronto Maple Leafs and Minnesota Wild? The Maple Leafs at plus 700. You don't need to shout in the mic. Maple Leafs plus 700. The Leafs plus 400. <laughs> plus 400 to win the Eastern Conference Finals. Plus 700 to win the Cup. Uh, I believe they're the second They're the, the second highest odds behind the Colorado Avalanche. Nevada Putnam. 
you have the Colorado Avalanche coming out of the West. And I believe you said the Florida Panthers coming out of the East, the two teams uh, that based on points wise should have came out both conferences last year. Who is your pick to win the Stanley Cup finals? So, yeah, real quick uh, to Jermaine's point where he's asking the Leafs last time they made the cup. I will give you a guess. No, that's incorrect. It's 1967. <laughs> that's such, so great. Such a, such a great. There was no way he was picking a number that started with 196. <laughs> dude, he bodied, he bodied the Toronto Maple Leafs. I love it, dude. Uh, that being said, yeah, so for this one, I got Avs, Panthers. Again, it kind of goes back to the same thing. Captain you're Chuck. talking about you're talking about this the Stanley Cup champions. How far did they drop? How far did the other teams come up to match them? I don't know if it's that big of a gap that they've closed. I'll go with the Avs. That being said, just for some uh, stats wise, there's only been eight teams in NHL history that have gone back to back. The last ones being Tampa 2021. Yep. So only eight teams. The Avs are currently plus 350 to go back to back. Plus 380. Plus 380, sorry. To go back to back. It's, I mean, it's pretty good than it was last year. I got the Avs plus 650 last year to to win the Stanley Cup. So it's just, what's so crazy to me is that in a sport where chalk, is rarely ever the circumstance. Uh, Nevada went pretty much chalk on everything. And yeah, and, and yet when we had our hockey episode last year, when Nevada submitted picks, he basically nailed the playoffs last year. Yeah, I who made first... the playoffs, right? Just not who finished. No, no, he no. Well, he nailed who made the playoffs, and then he nailed who would win each playoff series. Yeah, that, that first round, I had a 19 parlay, and I hit all nine. Oh, what'd that pay? Um, wow, you're a god. What'd so that I, pay? I wouldn't know. I cashed out at number eight. Oh! 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 oh, oh get him Pussy off the Pussy Pussy I, I I came down to the Oilers and uh, Stars game seven oh, in Dallas, and I was like, bum. I can't I can't do it. It's been back and forth too much. I can't how do much, it. How much did you win? Oh, I think at that point it was to hit all eight. I think I was plus fourteen hundred. Okay. To hit and all is- hit all hit all nine. I think was plus twenty four. Whoa! Get out of here! You almost doubled it. I'm yeah. going to, I'm in uh, honor of Nevada fucking pulling out on the last oh, goddamn man. leg. I'm going to create a shot called the dry pussy shot in honor of fucking Nevada. Because the only is. thing he loves fucking more than his own betting catalog is dry pussy. Yeah, it made my pussy dry. That's for sure. Oh my God, I'm annoyed. <laughs> oh my God. You and I were hyping you, up Nevada's bet the, 100%. Whole, the whole playoff 100%. run. 100%. And he pulled out. With, oh, and he pulled out. Jeez. I, I, I pulled out, and I painted Hawaii all over that person's back. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, better. Not than good Nick, enough. Better than Nick's friend who ran to the trash can. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, Roy Burke. Shout out, Roy Burke. Or the carpet. Three, three fourths of this, three, three, three fourths of this podcast has met has met Roy Burke. All right. Nevada. So we have I, I believe we have four major awards on DraftKings, right, Eric? Read 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 off read off the four major words in Nevada just real quick. Give me your favorite. And if anybody disagrees with those four major awards, uh speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay. So I'm gonna start with top goal scorer. Top goal scorer, Austin Matthews plus one ninety, Dre Seidel. I can't say his fucking name. Plus six hundred. You got Dry it. Sidle. Dry Seidel. Uh, yeah. McDavid plus six fifty. Ovechkin plus eight hundred. Kaprizov plus fourteen hundred. Connor plus fourteen hundred. Unless so you right, get somebody else, let me know. So right now that brings up a good topic that that we need to get to. Alexander Ovechkin. Are are you are? Did you already factor that in, Eric? When you're when when we're gonna do that prop. So I didn't Ale- factor it in. So Alexander Ovechkin is a prop that you – Alexander Ovechkin is going to get 800 goals barring entry this year, right? We can all agree, right? Barring some sort of crazy injury, he's going to get in or goals. He knew, he needs what, Eric, 22, 20 to make it? 20. 20 to make it, right? Derek, you have a very good DraftKings prop for what – against what team will Alexander Ovechkin score his 800th goal? Can you give us the odds on that? Yeah, so Team Alex Ovechkin scores 800th career goal against. Uh, the best odds is the Winnipeg Jets plus 700, the Flyers plus 700, and the Ottawa Senators plus 700. The next best odds is he does not score his eighth, ugh, 800th goal during the season at plus 900. Following that, we have the Kraken at plus 1,000, the Blue Jackets at plus 1,000, Maple Leafs plus 1,100, Red Wings plus 1,300, Stars plus 1,300, Rangers plus 1,400. And Nevada, you did a but you you did a little bit of quick mass on this, and you think Alexander Ovechkin will score his 800th goal against? <laughs> yeah. To put you on the spot, if, if you go, if you want to go with betting money, betting uh, betting lines, I'd go with Detroit. Not because Detroit is the dead things, but that's just over a goal a game. So he's got to start out hot, obviously, but um, he's got an easy schedule goalie-wise. Uh, that's why, the, the, well, not Winnipeg is an easy goalie, but they got Chicago, and he's got Detroit, oh. he's got Ottawa He'll a couple get two times. goals against Chicago. <laughs> yeah, sh- Chicago's... Uh, racing to the bottom so that's my prop I, oh sorry i meant to ask eric sorry i'm gonna mute myself no you're good yeah um i like those uh blue jackets are also very good because they play the blue jackets twice in four game in four days right around where he would be at 20 goals in about 30 35 games so that's prime prime real estate right there okay so so obviously Alexander Ovechkin will have to have an amazing season to be the top goal scorer. Nevada, who's your top goal scorer in the NHL? Uh, for this year, same as every other year, it's got to be Austin Matthews. They're an offensive juggernaut. There's no signs of him slowing down. 
they rely on offense is it's Austin Matthews. And Eric, Austin Matthews is what? He's plus money, correct? Plus one ninety. Plus one ninety. But I'd like to hear the odds for Connor McDavid. Plus six fifty. Wow. So that's that's a little shocking. What are the what what are the odds on uh, on on Nate McKinnon? Plus forty five hundred. Yeah, that would take a big no. leap out of Nate. Yeah, that's, that's although if Nate does this, then I retract my statements. Avalanche <laughs> win the cup. Like, it's not even hesitating. It's not close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if Nate McKinnon takes that kind of leap, that it's no no chance. Uh, so Eric reported to me there's no odds on the, on my question, but uh, Chicago Blackhawks to finish last in the NHL this season is I, I don't know if I'm willing to lock it in because I don't want to bet against my team. But if you witnessed what the Chicago Blackhawks did this offseason, you cannot have any confidence in betting that this team <laughs> finishes better than someone. Also, you so, have to factor in the chance that Patrick Taze and uh, – or sorry, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. Uh, I just combined them. It's the line talking. Jonathan Kane, yeah. Jonathan Kane. <laughs> so there's only one team that has uh, a lower over-under for points. The Blackhawks are 66.5. The Coyotes are 65.5. Oh, hammer the Coyotes under. What know. are you I doing? The coyotes, the coyotes could do oh under. I think the Coyotes will score more than the Blackhawks, but they still score under. I agree with that. Right. Yeah. So to Jermaine's point, as far as uh, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, Kane, he's not going to be there past. People are saying maybe even Christmas, January. Oh, I was thinking January, early January. Yeah. So if you want to bet odds for where he goes, Oilers are favorite. Abs are second, Rangers are third, Kane or Kings go on from there. Um, side note, I know Jermaine was talking about uh, McJesus for the goal scoring title. He averages 35 to 40 goals a season. He's very consistent. So unless he blows up, he's not going to get you more than 45, maybe 50 tops. Yeah, I think I I think Austin Matthews is the, is the right choice here. All right, moving on to the Hart Trophy. Eric, can you give us odds for the top, or just just give us the top five Hart Trophy odds? Connor McDavid plus two fifty, Austin Matthews plus four hundred, Drysaitel plus eight hundred, McKinnon plus a thousand, and Kaprizov plus twelve hundred. All right, Nevada, give us what you think, and also what is the Hart Trophy? So, the. Uh... Our trophy is uh, players voted MVP, or I'm sorry, uh, overall MVP as far as media and all that. It's pretty much been between McDavid and Matthews. You could say Dreisaitl, but McDavid takes too many, too much away from Dreisaitl to make him worth a bet. So it's not a great bet, but McDavid going chalk. What are the chances that Nate McKinnon wins it this year? Oh, sorry, Jermaine. Jermaine. Jermaine has something to add. Jermaine. Oh no, I was just agreeing with Nevada. It's oh, a video, okay. so I get to make fucking hand gestures right. if I want. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. McKinnon getting heart. No, he he had his chance when he lost out to uh, Hersher a few years ago. It, it ain't happening. Okay. All right. What's what do we have next, Eric? For in terms of big awards. Hey, Eric, I think you should lock lock in Kaprizov for the heart trophy. 
You you want that as a lock? No, no, no. I think you should lock in Kaprizov. Yeah, do it. Do it, pussy. All right. Uh, the next one is the Vezina Trophy. The Vez the Vezna. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's an I in his name. The 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 Vezna. Yeah. The Vezna. The Vezna Trophy. The Vezna best goalkeeper in hockey. Okay. We got Igor Shirt. Ah, fuck, dude. He's fucking Siskirchen. Siskirchen. You got it. Shesterkin plus two fifty. Siskirchen. Okay. Vasilevsky plus five hundred. Seros plus one thousand. Sorokin plus one thousand. Sorokin. Markstrom plus fifteen hundred and Demko plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, that's awful, Eric. You need to take a language. You need to take a Finnish language class for these for these hockey previews. Fuck off, dude. Fuck, Fuck off. off, dude. Aren't you French? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't French, dude. Yeah. I mean, you should have some sort of tongue to speak another language. No doubt. Don't don't the French like control like four other Romance languages? Hey, uh, Vasilevsky. Plus five hundred. So, I agree, Jermaine. That's. That's the safe bet. I will tell you, uh, UC Saros turned it on last year, and he may have been in contention if he didn't get hurt against the Avs towards the end of the year. Suck it, nerd. But he is, he is the heartbeat of the Predators, and at plus 1,000, double that on Veselevsky. Yeah, the I, odds I, are I already put I, Yeah, I already put money on Saros. I think he's... He's definitely going to be a finalist, whether he wins it or not. Obviously, the favorite is Shesterkin, but Saros is is where the money's at. Eric, any disagreements between those two goalies? You got no. you you got to be the deciding factor. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh... You're just picking a name at this point. No, hold Let's on. I'm just going to pick the easiest one I could pronounce. Markstrom, that guy wins. Because he sounds American. Anyway, next trophy is going to be the oh, Chuck Jesus Norris Christ. trophy. It's not even close to America. <laughs> he's not even he's across the ocean from America. He's On to the next award. He's Scandinavian. The, the Chuck Norris trophy. We have the – no, I'm just kidding. It's the James Norris trophy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Best odds, Kale McCarr, plus 135. Roman Stop. Josie. Stop. Stop. Just kidding. Keep going. Keep going. Not done. <laughs> I was like, did I pronounce that wrong? Roman Josie yeah. plus seven hundred. Adam Foxy, good old American names, plus nine hundred. Adam Foxy is a good old American. Victor Hedman plus nine hundred. Aaron Ekbald, Ekblad, Ekblad, plus twelve hundred. Yeah. And Charlie McAvoy <laughs> plus sixteen hundred. So before before Nevada gets into his pick, I just want to say that the amount of talent coming out from a defenseman position in the nhl currently is fucking wild defense is the new forward then that's what i was thank you (laughs) did you just hear the names that eric just listed no chance do i want to pick a winner in this competition so the so the crazy thing about the colorado avalanche's power play this year that our that our very own uh executive executive producer texted me today was that the Colorado Avalanche on their power play are deciding to go with three defensemen this year. Some power plays have one. Some power plays have zero. The Colorado Avalanche are doing three defensemen on their first power play. You know why? Because they basically function as forwards. It's yeah. Incredible. It's, 
I, I just wanted to stop and, and point it out because we're used to, to hyping up goalies and goal scorers, right? We're, we're used to, in hockey, those are the fucking dudes. But Kale McCarr, Fox, and Hedman before them, because Hedman was kind of the precursor. He doesn't play as fast as the, the two I named before him, but Hedman will fucking take your head off. Kind of poetic in that sense. The speed that defensemen are playing with, it's rivaling what we're used to seeing from forwards. And it's absolutely preposterous. Secondly, before Nevada makes his pick, if Chris McFarland, the new GM of the Colorado Avalanche, lets anyone else secure Patrick Kane but himself, he does not respect what Joe Sackage did before him, and he does not believe that this team can win a second Stanley Cup. Now, soapbox over, Nevada carry on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not thrilled betting-wise for this one because it's hard to bet against Kale. He's just amazing. If you want some value bets, I would go with Charlie McAvoy from the Bruins at plus 1,600. Or if you want to go Dark Horse, Moritz Sider from the Red Wings. I don't think he's got quite the offensive power that the other guys do, but he's very much a shutdown defenseman, everything that you would want in a D-man. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you go against Kale. If you want to go with Yossi, because he it was between him and Yossi this year, no problem with that, especially between the difference. Kale at 135, Yossi at plus 700. Can't argue with that uh, betting-wise. So – that Nick and I actually kind of got into a, I don't know, argument might be a little generous, but uh, a stern discussion amongst, amongst drunk fans. And he was discussing how Kale McCarr was far and away the, the, the front runner for, for the, the Calder Trophy. And I told him, I was just like, dude, I, I don't know, man. Yossi's been playing pretty good this year. Then we go and look it up, and he's just like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, if you went purely based off statistics, Yossi probably should have won over Makar last year. But there is impact. There is difference making. There are intangibles that factor into this. So I'm not upset Makar won, but that is very much. Um, I don't know. Did, who did you say was your uh, dark horse? Charlie McAvoy. Yeah. McAvoy okay. for outside shot, dark horse. I'd go with Cider. Okay, so there it is. That I agree with the same dark horse. Now, Eric, can you give us the plus money on cider? It should be S E I plus two thousand. Plus two thousand. Uh, look, he has to beat Kale McCarr. So if you were sit- sitting here laughing at me, like, yeah, absolutely, Kale McCarr just won the Stanley Cup. It that sorry, the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup because of Kale McCarr. I cannot gush over how talented that man is enough. I I do it enough for Nick. Nick doesn't even have to do it himself as a resident Avalanche fan. But Cider at plus 2,000, actually, that's a bet I'm willing to make. I won't lock it in, but that is a bet I love. All right, Eric, do we have any more player props that we can go to before the end of this podcast? Um. 
they don't really they have player stats. I I mean you guys that's, pick out a player and I'll tell you what the they have that's fine. So regular season goals and regular season points. Well here, that's this is what we're gonna do. Who wins? Uh what's the Nevada, what's the uh coach of the year award? Jack Adams. All right, who wins the Jack Adams this year? Uh so top five odds for that. Sheldon Keith no, plus twelve hundred. Uh Woodcroft. And, and, and can you give can you give the team that he's from Eric? Uh, or does it, does it not listen? No, it doesn't say, and I have no fucking idea. Sheldon, Sheldon Keith, Toronto, Toronto plus twelve hundred. Jay Woodcroft is Oilers. Oilers plus twelve hundred. Jared Bednar, Avalanche, Ad, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Plus twelve hundred. Gerard Gallant, Who plus twelve hundred. Okay. And then I Jim Montgomery. Jim Montgomery and, plus fifteen hundred. That's Boston. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of a who's who of who you expect to make the playoffs and make a run. So, yeah, I'll go with Woodcroft, Edmonton. Yeah, I do you guys to win it all? So I'm doubling down with Nevada there. Do you guys want the Calder Trophy? Yeah, it's kind of a yeah, it's goat screw, one. but let's get right, it. Let's do it. So for the Calder Trophy, it's uh, Maddie Baneers plus four hundred, Mason McTavish plus five hundred. Owen Power plus five fifty, Kent Johnson plus twelve hundred, and Cole Perfetti plus fourteen hundred. It's always a fucking toss up. Give me Owen Power just because I like the name. <laughs> Not quite max power, but close enough. Um, yeah. So I I did a couple bets on this because I Calder trophies are crazy. I remember was it last year or two years ago we were discussing Shostorkin and. He didn't win. Um, I think the safe bet this year. I think year I picked is, Stutzel to win. Yeah, I, I mentioned that one. That was kind of a dark horse one. Uh, McTavish at 500. He's, as far as on the list, he's probably the most nasty one as far as uh, rookies. That being said, the recent trend and something not to forget is rookies. Older rookies who played in the KHL, which is the Russian league, mm. who, if I remember right, that includes Vitaly Krav, Kratsov at twenty five hundred, and who was the other one? Uh, can't remember who the other one was. So that's something to consider: is that KHL is basically NHL light. So these guys are coming over. They already got the experience. They've played against grown men, Russian men. Take that for what it's worth. And they're the top Russian rookie is at plus twenty five hundred. That's also got honestly. Here, here, I have no clue what the kid's name is. I don't know who, what team he plays for, but the fact that Nevada broke it down like that. Lock it in, Eric. I'm drunk enough to just say lock it in. Give me that as the lock. I'll take that at plus 2,500. I think that's a fascinating bet. It's something that I've been kind of monitoring in the NBA, so it's something that I'm amplifying into NHL now. Um, If a player performs very, very well in the EuroLeague or something like the New Zealand uh, Basketball League or the Australian Basketball League, 
I love their value in a rookie of the year setting. And so the fact that you introduced the KHL like that, I'll go ahead and ride it. I'll lock it in based on Nevada's sleeper dark horse. I don't really give a fuck if I miss my locks. Uh, look, if you're upset that I gave you a plus 2,500 lock that misses, fucking kick rocks and subscribe to the podcast motto that we've been fucking telling you since episode one. It's called hashtag fade us. And if you fade us, you'll be as faded as us on this podcast right now. So yeah. There you have so, it. Oilers cr- win it cr- all. Cret, cret. Krev, Krev, the Russian guy, he's <laughs> on, it, uh, yeah, he's, he's on the Rangers, so he'll probably be a second line guy and probably third line guy to start out. And then the other Russian, Kirill March, Marchenko, plays for Columbus. Columbus has no defense. They're going to have to score. They got Johnny Goudreau. They got Patrick Laine. All that sort of stuff. If he plays up to his potential, he'll be a first line guy. He'll be getting all the assists from uh, Johnny Goudreau. It's more of a long shot at plus three thousand, but again, another KHL guy who's coming in as an older, seasoned rookie. I love that. I love that nugget. I love it. Uh, just after seeing how Luca like. It's basketball, right? It doesn't necessarily apply, but after seeing how Luka Doncic busted the league's ass and there was question marks whether or not he could play, and and uh, it's crazy to me. So that wraps up the NHL coverage. Uh, thank you for listening. Nevada, again, thank you for joining us. This is the first ever four-person podcast. Um, well, on video. First ever four-person podcast on video. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we recorded them both in the same night. That's why everyone's still wearing their hockey jersey after the playoff MLB playoff preview. So, uh, thank you for joining us. Follow us at Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. As always, we have with us EPE and shout out to special guest Nevada Putnam, uh, <laughs> purveyor of all eighteen wheelers. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.